Today, many students go to college with numerous questions about their faith, yearning to know if the seed planted in them as a child is both true and practical. Using the miracle on the road to Emmaus as a model, young adult ministers conversed weekly for three months with college students about the most pressing questions they had about the Catholic faith. As they journeyed together virtually, something amazing happened. Doubts disappeared, fears faded, and Jesus revealed that he is still alive. Hearts Burning Within Us, the latest book from Patchwork Heart Ministry, is a result of that grace-infused conversation. It is the perfect back-to-school gift for recent high school graduates and current college students. Get your copy for them today at patchworkheart.org or by calling 424-704-3278. That's 424-704-3278. Welcome to the Sewing Hope Podcast. This is a show all about implanting hope in our hearts. I'm Bill Snyder, joined by my friend Ann DeSantis. We're glad you're here for our uplifting conversation about faith and how it sustains our hearts through all the seasons of life. Thanks for walking with us. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Sewing Hope. I am Bill Snyder. It's great to be with you, and Happy New Year, everybody. It's our very first episode of 2022. I can't believe I'm saying that, but uh, uh, head over to our brand new podcast website, which is patchworkheartradio.org, and you'll be able to see the audio, video, uh, everything that we've got going on as far as podcasting. Head over there, check it out. Uh, Brand new mobile responsive uh, website, so uh, check it out. But as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Andy Santos. And how are you? And Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Bill. Great to be here. Our first podcast of 2022. I can't believe we're going into like our third year together as podcasters on this Sewing Hope as we started in March of 2020. It's just hard to believe. And yeah, exciting. It really is. It's amazing. It's amazing that we're uh, we're here doing this uh, for, gosh, portions of three years. But I know we have a great right. guest with us today, so I want you to tell us a little bit about him, and um, we're excited to have him. That's right. We have with us John Angotti. He is a Catholic music minister and person who has been involved in music ministry for so many years. John, thank you so much for joining us here on Sewing Hope. Thank you. It's good to be here. 
Great. Why don't we just start out with, if we could, John, your own story. Just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved in what you're doing. Okay. So I'm originally from uh, Clarksburg, West Virginia. Grew up in, in God's country there, almost heaven, West Virginia. And um, started in music when I was a little kid. Uh, playing, my mother made me take piano lessons. I didn't want to take piano lessons, but she forced us to take music and that kind of stuff and moved along in my career. I have a, a degree in marketing and then went to the Naval School of Music and toured with the United States Navy rock band for a tour and um, started working in the, in the business world, but then got involved. I always been involved in church music somehow, some way, uh, just because I felt that, um, Back in those days, my mother would say, you're playing for mass today. And I'm like, what? She'd say, yeah, you need to. I'm not, said, I'm not playing those old boring hymns. And she'd look at me and say, you're going to play what I tell you to play kind of thing, you know. <laughs> but anyway, so if I was going to play, I was definitely going to add something to the music. And I felt that what I was bringing um, musically was was helping people in terms of their um, their spiritual life. And so I started writing music at an, uh, in, in my mid-20s. And uh, one of the Catholic publishers picked up uh, uh, one of my recordings back in the late 90s. And um, things kind of snowballed from there. And so I got started in that and moved to Tennessee in the year 2000 so I could live in Nashville because I also like to write country songs and things of that nature. And um, so I moved to Nashville in 17. I lived in Memphis from 2000 to 2017, then moved to Memphis, moved to Nashville to finally start working on some other kind of writing things outside of the box. And so that's where we're at today. So that's what's happening. But I do, the term that I, I use is called music missionary because uh, I'm a music director at a parish here in Nashville as well, music and liturgy, but um, I'm also full-time on the road uh, as a music missionary, bringing messages of hope and, and uh, the gospel in, in a, I think, a unique way from a lay person's perspective that people don't always hear, you know, um, th that side of things, you know, you always hear from the priests and the clergy and, but to hear from a lay person uh, of which Jesus's human ministry on earth was really that of a lay person. He wasn't, you know, the guy going to the altar, slitting the lamb and, and doing those priestly duties. You know, he was a lay person in his human ministry and eventually we claim him as high priest because he sacrifices himself onto the cross. So uh, what I try to do these days is use music as a method in order to be able to tell the story of why faith matters to me. And hopefully in terms, bring us uh, a message of hope that can ignite the fire of faith in other people. Because the one thing I find that God cannot do is force you to love God back. It's a choice. People have choice. And that's part of the, I think, the beauty of creation that we sometimes don't recognize that the battle is actually on the inside of each and every one of us. Because of these choices, there's always going to be a couple voices pulling on us to whether to be nice or not nice. Mm, amen. Or not, you know? Yes. Yeah, that's a great point. Well, Thanks for bringing up hope, too. I mean, obviously, it's a title. Uh, we're sowing hope into broken hearts. And that's what the Patchwork Heart Ministry nonprofit is all about too. And that's what you're doing. It's really what you're doing is you're sowing that hope into the broken hearts. And it is a decision that we make every day, as you said, on whether it be nice or not nice to people. And it really does matter, doesn't it? It does doesn't matter. It matter how we treat people, right? I mean, part of our being Catholic isn't just 
you know, people talk about being well catechized and that's also important, isn't it? But really the way we treat human beings in our day-to-day -day interactions uh, makes a, a huge influence on how we can really bring that gospel message to others and to ourselves, right? I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> Without that, you can have all the doctrine all day long, but if you don't do anything with it in, in order to put skin around it, you know, I think when the question that God's going to ask us at the end of our lives is, is not where you lived, who you look like and, and all this other stuff, but who you loved, how you made a difference. Oh, yeah. You know, what, what, art, what artwork are we going to what sewing quilt are we going to present to the mm -hmm. Lord, you know, on the day? we meet God face to face, you know, what's it going to, what's it going to look like? And so. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, music is something special too, right? Because it, because it touches the soul. It really moves the soul and the heart uh, to that relationship with God. You know, uh, Christ sang himself right on the night before he, he sacrificed himself. He, he went to the garden of Gethsemane singing himself gospels to say that. Um, and so, and so we know that, uh, Jesus sang. We know that he was an emotional human being, um, and that and that music had to be a part of his life. Um, and so, you know, if for for you, how do you see you know traveling and and doing the work of 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 Christ as a missionary, going around to all these different uh, groups of all different ages? And uh, by by the way, your website looks awesome, johnnyangotti.com. Um, but but talk with us a little bit about um, what you encounter. When you know, and 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 the different reactions that you have to the um, to the presentation that you're putting on through through music. Uh, the biggest reactions I get are people that come to me and say, "How come nobody's talking like this? How come nobody speaks on a level that we can understand?" Because you know, we have a lot of Catholic doctrine, we have a lot of Catholic dogma, and it's great and it's wonderful and and it's in depth. But you almost, you know, to, to know all that and understand all that is, is wonderful. But the two things you can never prove in a court of law, if I asked anybody what was most important to them in their life, which is what I do before any, any concert or event that I do, and people always say 99% of the people feel that faith and their family is most important to them in their life. And yet the two things you can never prove in a court of law, and this is a fact, are the existence of God and the existence of love. Mm -hmm. You can't prove that love exists. And sometimes we forget to, 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 to put these two things together, that God is love. And so therefore, because I don't have the words to express the depth of my love I have for my children, for example, our human language is, 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 is finite. It only has a, a minimal ability to express the mystery of, of, of God or the mystery of faith or the mystery of the universe. You know, they call music a, a remnant of Eden. It's been around since the beginning of creation, that music allows people... To, to feel something that words alone can't express. And so therefore, when I say I love my children, the only way I can really show it is when I hold them and embrace them and, and, and hug them. And that is a man-made entity that we have come up with in order to reveal what my words alone can't express. And it's the same thing with our faith. If we're trying to reveal this God speaking back to us, that's what I find in liturgy is God speaks back. If we allow God to, but so too often it's church. We're getting too worried about how many candles and how I hold my hands and all this other stuff that really doesn't matter. Mm. It really, really, really doesn't matter how much smoke you throw in the incense. It doesn't matter. Those things don't, if they don't have any cause people to have this encounter with God, that then all of a sudden the invisible reality of the, of the grace and the love of God now becomes visible in these sacraments. 
and then therefore visible in our lives and send us out, which is why it's so important to stay to the end of mass so that you can be sent out so you can live our, our purpose, our common vocation that each and every one of us have is given to us at the end of mass. Go forth to love and serve the Lord by loving and serving each other. If people want to find out what they're supposed to do on this planet, that's the answer. Every day we have the opportunity to bring peace, to bring love, to bring hope to another person that you meet on the street or at work or in the classroom or something of that nature. Because if we're not doing that and we're just worried about things that are beyond our understanding, then we're missing the boat and we create division and we draw the line and say, you have to step over this line to be part of our team. Mm, I, I, I couldn't think, agree more. I mean, yeah. you're speaking, you're definitely speaking Bill and my language, isn't he Bill? <laughs> I mean, this is the language of our podcast and, and what we believe, because, you know, just as our Holy Father said, I mean, this is a field hospital, isn't it? And this. we need to get in there and be a part of it, be a part of ministry. You know, ministry doesn't have to be where you're, you know, you're doing kind of what Bill and I and you're doing where you have a name, right? A name or a nonprofit or a music ministry. Your ministry could just be your day-to-day interaction wherever you are wherever god has placed you right absolutely is that what it's about i think that's what you're saying that is and uh what what i find in my in my talks and presentations i try to help people develop their own story because faith is beyond words and understanding christ's presence in the eucharist is an improvable reality how do i prove that this matters to me and it's only in how I tell my faith story. In other words, my two kids, I can't give them faith. I can only show them my faith and they have to accept it for themselves based upon the information that they're hearing. And that the only information that people are hearing is you have to look like this, act like this, be like this, fit inside this mold, or on the secular side that you have to look like this, have this, these toys, this car, this hair, whatever else in order to, to be loved. Those are in- incomplete. You know, and yeah. so, you know, God loves us for who we are is in. And that's just my opinion. Can I prove that? No. But here's my faith story. And then you tell yeah. a story of where you're like Jesus told parables. I mean, the whole thing's parables and stories to reveal a deeper truth. And that's the thing that sometimes I don't think we're we're so caught up sometimes just as individuals to wrap everything between our ears. And yet the difference between faith and reason. You can reason things to a point, but reason is like the light of a lighter and faith is the light of the sun. That's the difference in the two. And to be able to take that huge jump and trust that the saints before us give us the, the way to live. Jesus shows us how to live, you know, and to be a more merciful. We're like, you know, the economic system we have is just a guess. It's just a guess on how to operate the, the world. Why does somebody have a 10,000 square foot home and all this money? And there's a homeless person on the street that this rich person has no idea that this person even exists. There's a disconnect in the way that our world works that we, we don't recognize that all of us eat. The person that gets on your nerves the most is still a child of God. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And John, you know, I mean, just listening to you talk is is amazing. And um, you have such a deep faith. You can just tell you have such a deep faith and and you know uh, where it comes from and what's important in life. And I think that 
uh, it's a great episode for the new year because uh, as we're kicking off a new year, you're really hitting at the core of what human beings uh, should really be about in their lives, you know, and, and your, your message is so hopeful. It is so beautiful. And I just, and, and I hope that there's people out there listening to this today and watching this today that, that are really grasping on to your core message and, and going out there and living their, their faith. You know, one of the things that I always like to say when I talk to people about their faith journey is that the one thing you can't argue with is, you know, we can argue about a lot of doctrine and a lot of different rules in the church. The one thing you can't argue about is your personal witness. Mm-hmm. And so if you develop that personal witness and, you know, the amazing thing about that is God is constantly revealing uh, your own witness every day. Right. So like, you know, what, something happened to me, you know, yesterday, I can use it today in my in my story about who Christ is in my life and why I believe who he who he says he is, you know, and so. Um, I, I, I'm just really, um, you know, impressed and, and thank you so much for sharing that core message, um, with all of us. I, I, I do want to make sure though, that, um, we, we focus a little bit on your music and, you know, what, what you have done as far as, you know, music making recently, are there any, um, are there any new albums? Are there any new, uh, things that people can come and jump into and, and plug themselves into, um, in your ministry to, and also support you too. I mean, support you in yeah. your missionary work. Well, um, they can always go to uh, either iTunes. I mean, there's a John and Gaudi Pandora station, Spotify, all that stuff. There's a ton of music on there in the Catholic music world. These days, there's a bit of, uh, since COVID, uh, people aren't really buying a lot of music and stuff. So publishers are less likely to, do recordings and things of that nature. So it's kind of fallen on the artist to do their own thing, which is, which is kind of unique. So I've been working on um, uh, a couple new projects, one on a, uh, with this company called ILP international liturgical press. Um, My old publisher got bought out by GIA. And so I have one or two things coming out with GIA. And so I've kind of diversified and I'm also writing all these, I signed a five song deal with a company called Real Music Works, which puts music with movies and TV shows, and things of that nature. So I've, I've, you know, working so long inside the, the walls of the church, uh, what COVID has kind of opened up a door is to is to push you out and start and take what you can do and see what you can do in the real world. And I think that's really where the mission is anyway, that a lot of times I feel I'm going to church, church, preaching to the choir. And um, uh, this new opportunity now to uh, write different styles of music. But the thing is, is that every time I write something, whether it's country or whether it's whatever, people always say your, your faith still shines through your songs. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, so it's always there's this one uh, that's coming out called On the Other Side of uh, On the Other Side of Hell, Life on the Other Side of Hell. And it's a secular song, but it's all faith based about, you know, there's hope for the hopeless, you know, and it's in the stories that you, that you tell that bring people out of there to let them know that there's life on the other side of the metaphorical hell, you know? Wow. Yeah. A lot of things coming. There's uh, a lot of music that I've written over the years that, that still is being um, discovered because, you know, when you have that many songs, I have 15 recordings that not everything can be heard 
you know, so there's a lot of buried treasures in, in uh, I find in that music yet to be discovered. I also encourage people to go to your YouTube channel too, because you have some things on there too. So go to yep. look, look up John and Gotti music and be sure to subscribe. Now, what about people who are listening? Maybe they're within church communities and they might want to have you come out, right. Uh-huh. And, and do something. I know that my, my husband's cousin, I, I owe her the credit for the introduction. Uh, she lives in Maryland and I know that you must've visited there at some point probably oh, yes. last year. Um, please tell us more about how that would work if someone, a church community, a pastor, somebody's listening and thinking, hmm, I'd love for him to come out to our church. Sure. They can just go to johnangotti.com, and that's the easiest way to reach me. And so it's everything from concerts to workshops to parish missions. I wrote a musical based on the story of Job called Job the Now Testament, which is also something that I offer parishes if they want to do something unique. Uh, I find that if you take something like um, uh, something like a show like that and bring that as part of your mission and you work with your, your, your local people, it creates community. And it's, this, it's the story that uh, is ageless. Where is God in the middle of our suffering? The big question. And so I created a, a musical uh, based on that particular topic of why do bad things happen to good people? Yeah, you know, I, I think I saw a picture you working with some high school students on your website. Was that was that from the musical of uh, uh, probably? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so neat. Right. Like, yeah, you've got your hand in so many things, uh, John. And so, um, folks, you know, um, in this new year, I think I think, you know, you're listening to this amazing uh, man and a message of hope. Uh, that he's that he's spreading uh, through music, through parish missions, through all these different ways um, that he's talked about. And so, you know, really just I encourage you to head over to, you know, johnangotti.com, reach out, connect with him. And, you know, as as he said, the other big thing is downloading music, right? Like that's one of the biggest ways we can support artists. We can support people is just logging in to your smartphone right now and just downloading some albums, right? Right. Um, and, and, and then sharing that music with your friends, right? And saying, hey, you know what? Listen to this song. This has really inspired me today. Uh, and, and that's all part of our walk with Jesus. And so, uh, John, I mean, just amazing work. And I really appreciate uh, all that you're doing. Is there uh, any, any message that you want to leave our listeners with as we kind of wind down the episode? Are there any uh, messages that you want to leave our listeners with that, you know, maybe there's somebody out there right now that's, that's hopeless, that is, you know, just not... Um, you know, uh, in a, in a good state of mind, I always find that the Holy spirit makes divine appointments with people on podcasts. Right. Um, so, so those people that maybe are down at the beginning of this new year and looking for that reason for hope, um, you know, maybe you can share a little message with them. All right. Here's the message that there are two choices in life. One is faith and one's despair that we have the choices to choose to believe or not to believe. And if you're going through it, as uh, I think we all continue to go through it in some way, shape, or form of the difficulties and the struggles and the suffering, and whether it's relationships, whether it's finances, whether it's family, whether it's dealing with job, well, whatever the depression may be in somebody's life, that if we turn our focus to, to, to Jesus and really try to develop this inner relationship with Jesus to hold on to hope, Hold on to faith, to hold on to love, 
and to get through the fire that God only leaves you in the fire long enough to, to fine tune you that I, I have found that even in the, the, the deepest sufferings of life, that there are learning lessons that in the end make me a better person to make me more empathetic for those who suffer as well, because now you've seen what the other side is. So listen for God in your story, listen for God through your struggle. And because I do believe that God hears our cries and walks with us as well. So sometimes, you know, um, to be able to forgive others, but also to forgive God sometimes for not rescuing us when we feel that we asking, where is God in the middle of this? If you believe in love, you believe in God. I don't believe there are atheists. I just believe there are people who are confused because if you believe in love, you actually believe in God and hold on to that love, hold on to that hope and let God do God's thing through you and in you. And tomorrow will be a better day. Amen. So beautiful. And you're, you're giving all of us hope. I know you're giving me hope. So I thank you, John. I hope you can come back again on Sewing Hope. Uh, I do want to mention that you're going to also be a guest on Journeys in Faith, my show on Fiat Ministry Network and Patchwork Heart Ministry. So just keep an eye for that episode. And if anybody's listening or watching this podcast later on, of course, it'll be right on that website on patchworkheartradio.org. So, John, again, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Well, folks, until next time, from all of us here at Patchwork Heart Ministry, I'm Bill Snyder. Keep beating to your Catholic heart and sowing hope into those broken hearts. I baptize you in the name of the Father. I baptize you. In the name of the Son, I baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Go out and spread good news. I send you out on a mission of love. I send you out on a mission of love. I send you out. On a mission of love And know that I am with you always Until the end of the world Well, it's time for us To become people of spirit It's time for us To become people of love Christ is risen, forgives our sin, and brings us new life. I send you out.
listening to this episode of Sewing Hope on Patchwork Heart Radio. For more information about this podcast and our ministries, visit our websites, patchworkheart.org and andesantis.com. You can also follow and interact with us on Twitter at PWH Ministry or andesantis2. Today, many students go to college with numerous questions about their faith, yearning to know if the seed planted in them as a child is both true and practical. Using the miracle on the road to Emmaus as a model, young adult ministers conversed weekly for three months with college students about the most pressing questions they had about the Catholic faith. As they journeyed together virtually, something amazing happened. Doubts disappeared. Fears faded, and Jesus revealed that he is still alive. Hearts Burning Within Us, the latest book from Patchwork Heart Ministry, is a result of that grace-infused conversation. It is the perfect back-to-school gift for recent high school graduates and current college students. Get your copy for them today at patchworkheart.org or by calling 424 704 
3278. That's 424-704-3278.